All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Air Business Podcast. My name is Ferris Shirai, and today I have a special guest with me today. He is an amateur fighter at 170. He is 3-0. They call him the American Psycho. He is a fun fella to, to, to watch fight, and, he, and I, I look forward to chatting with him today. He is Brody McDougal. How are we doing today, boss? I'm very good, Ferris, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Anytime, man. Well, uh, this is the first time. This is your 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 hurt business debut. Yes, it is. Yeah, man. Nah, I'm really excited to be on. My man, I share that sentiment with you, man. And and tell me about your last fight, brother. Last last January, you're coming off that arm bar. You're known as a guy who can strike. You pull out a fucking arm bar. How did uh how did that feel getting it done that way? Yeah, I mean, it felt really good, man. Um, you know, I I hate being just the stereotypical striker, you know. Like, I've really been pissed off as of late watching, you know, like, high-level MMA, all all the, you know, striker versus grappler matchups always going to these grapplers. Um, and it's something that just can't be overlooked uh, in the modern game, especially at the levels that I'm hoping to be at, um, you know, pretty soon here. Uh, so I've really been just doubling down on the ground game, you know, like, it's it's so important that you know like you, you refine your strengths but you double down on things that are you know your weaknesses and at, you know previous to now like the ground game had really been a weakness of mine i'm super lucky to have you know really really high level coaching uh between you know devin who's a black belt here you know my number one training partner kyle hill is a brown belt uh and then i have all the guys over at port city you know jay mansfield all those guys that i've gotten some cross training with as well um just doubling down on that ground game. Yeah. So it was really, really satisfying to uh, pull out, you know, a submission victory on a submission specialist. Armbar. Is that, is that one of your go-tos or, or is it just, is this what you've seen in the moment? Yeah. I mean, like I think an armbar is kind of anyone's go-to when you're in guard. Right. I mean, I kind of, I had him, I mean, I had him in a triangle first, but whether it's, you know, triangle armbar or guard armbar, it's just, you know, it's not, a super flashy submission, but it's effective. Um, mm. So, yeah, I mean, I would say that, you know, an arm bar is definitely something that I like going for. Now, when I was looking through your Instagram today, I noticed in your bio, it says artist. Yes, sir. Why, why, why artist instead of entertainer or athlete? Um, because I really think that what I'm, what I'm doing out there isn't is it's not the same thing as a regular sport. Like I don't consider myself like a quote unquote athlete, if you will. I, I don't think I'm a remarkably talented athlete by any means. Um, but what I do do out there is mix things up um, and move in a way that I think is really artistic and and find my flow, um, particularly in the striking game. Uh, and I think when I reach that flow and I'm kind of in that more of an artist's mindset is when I'm at my best. Now, is this something that you realized while competing or is this something that you've always had? Like, is it that uh, psychology behind your, your approach to fighting? I think honestly, it was something I developed more in training. Um, I've only had, you know, three fights, four, if you include my, my um, Muay Thai fight. But I get so many rounds in the gym, you know, like that's obviously where we're refining our striking and I'm getting the most of those live looks. And that's just when I realized I'm at my best um, on like on competition day, on fight day, like that the American psycho side of me is always going to come out. You know what I mean? Like, I know I'm going to have that. Um, I'm going to have that that grit and that dog, if you will, when it's 
go time. Um, what's more like most important to me is finding that balance between um, like trying to almost calm myself down a little bit and allow myself to achieve that flow state compared mm. to, you know, just being that dog on a bone. Mm. Mm. That's so fascinating, bro. Who are some other artists that, uh, you've seen compete that you kind of not necessarily model your game after, but take bits and pieces from most. Yeah. I mean, so a lot of the smaller guys, um, Corey Sandhagen is one mm. that I think like, I just love like when you see him in his flow, you know what I mean? Like I think what was the Peter Yan fight? He threw yeah. that flying knee as he shot lands, the flying knee, and then is able to like immediately go into a sprawl and get on his hip and like ride it out on a hip. Like, that's something that you can just you're watching and you know that that's that's not something he's thinking about. You know, what I mean, his body's just in that flow state and he's just reacting and his body's just doing what he's trained it to do over thousands and thousands of hours in the gym. Uh, another person like that, I think, is Sean O'Malley. You know, like when he's when he's in his flow and he's in his striking zone, like it's crazy, man, like just hit and not getting hit, making people miss. Um, yeah, I love I love both of their styles a lot. When you were talking about the flow state uh, at the beginning of this, I, the first fighter that popped in my mind was Corey Sanhagen because I'm sure I've I've heard him say similar similar things to what uh, you mentioned. So that's so fascinating. Uh, he has a big fight coming up against Umar. Uh, yeah. What do you think about that matchup? I matchup because um, that's not an easy matchup, right? Like Umar is lower ranked. I don't even think he's ranked in the top ten right now. Um, He's not a household name, right? Like, not a lot of people um, that are more casual fans are going to be like, oh, wow, Corey Sandhagen's doing what Corey Sandhagen's doing. You kind of have to, I feel like, know, you know, what's up in the game a little bit to understand how big of an undertaking this is for him and how tough a fight that is. Yeah. Um, so I always tip my hat to, you know, people that do things like that. I think, like, Dan Hooker's another one like that, you know? Like, sometimes, like, you like as a fan i want him to take an easier fight you know what i mean i'm like dude like give yourself a break <laughs> like come on man you don't have to fight an absolute killer every yeah. time Jalen turner yeah dude again yeah. i mean dude like you have to respect it you know what right. i mean 100 percent, man i mean I, i'm kind of hoping Corey gets it done against umar just to be like you, you throw me in with the young wolves i'm still that guy because Corey, yeah, Corey it, it's hard not to be a fan of him dude he's so cool man again like I keep saying like that flow, but it's like that. It's the style I love. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that. It's it's the it's the hit, not get hit, but not in the not in the safe way, if you will. It's just like it just seeing things. You know what I mean? Like he's just seeing things coming and just like making a miss, slipping, landing his counters, like sticking in the middle of their combinations and breaking up their combinations. Like it's just beautiful to watch. Yeah, man, that thirty-five division is is such a, a blast, man. Yeah, hundred percent. But uh, earlier you mentioned uh, fight day comes around, the American Psycho always shows up. Yeah. What made you go with the American Psycho as your nickname? Uh so I mean, like, I didn't nickname myself, right? Like, <laughs> I think that's yeah important to throw out there right off the bat. Um, I mean, I think I've definitely like I've always had that kind of thing about me whatever it is like some people say i'm a psycho like maybe i'm just <laughs> really excitable you know it's kind of how i more look at it um but i i always kind of had that before i was given the nickname you know my first two fights i didn't have the nickname um but i was definitely pretty psycho out back before uh and then 
I just released some t-shirts some fight shirts. Um, and it had, you know, a picture of me with like some like fake blood, uh, splattered behind it. And I was just sitting out back on weight. And, uh, one of the kids, uh, Devin here at the gym was like, um, Hey bro, you know, like you look like, um, ah, oh, dude, I always forget his name, but you look, uh, the, the famous actor that I'm an asshole for not knowing his name, <laughs> uh, from American psycho Batman. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely not the guy to get the reference, man. I apologize. Dude, yeah, no worries, man. Either way, but so they said I looked like him. Um, I had seen the movie, and I was like, you know, like that's pretty cool. And then I was actually weighing in at Cage Titans that same event, and Andy, you know, he's always pushing people for nicknames, and yeah. uh, I was sitting down filling out my fighter paperwork, and he was like, dude, dude do you have a nickname yet? I was like, no, like maybe you can give me one. And he's like, oh, like, I don't know. Like I could. And I was like, well, I did have a kid say this to me the other day at the gym. And I like, I was like, you know, like Stefan Bonner kind of already like pretty trademark. Um, I don't want to be that guy, you know? And he yeah. was like, nah, dude, not nah. like you, like you embody that nickname. Like you, you can have that nickname. Um, so really, you know, part Devin for throwing it out there and then Andy giving me the confidence to, you know, write it down. Mm, the alley oop from uh, Devin, the slam yeah. dunk by Andy. Yeah, man. Ah, man. I've seen the clip, uh, you have it also on your Instagram where you're like hitting yourself, you're yelling before the fight, just getting in a crazy zone. And it, the psycho, America psycho, definitely fits uh, that persona. But to that same point, how do you get in that zone where it's like, uh, it's go time? That's a really, really good question. Um, I feel like part of it is just in the moment, right? Like you're in the moment, like you're about to get, you're going to be in a fist fight whether you like it or not, right? Like you're already there. Um, so I think that's kind of part of it is like that fight or flight. And it's like, I'm not one to run. So I think that kind of fight comes out of me um, in the moment. And I don't know, it's, it's not really something I have to like get out or bring out from within me. It's just, when it's time to go, I just kind of turn into a different person, if you will. When it's time to go, it's time to go. Yeah. What does it mean to represent the team of uh, Nostros up there in Maine? It's such an honor, man. Honestly, like I, I can't speak high enough of, you know, Devin and the entire coaching staff here, um, what they sacrifice, what he sacrificed, especially individually um, to get the best out of all of us as fighters um we we have everything here um he brings world-class people in from all around the world to get us extra looks and extra work um just incredibly blessed and very very lucky to you know carry the flag in there with me mm. yeah shout out you guys i see it every cage titans event you guys definitely roll deep you guys ride out for each other you guys have sometimes three four guys or, or ladies on the card and every every time all you guys are on cage side you know yelling passionate man i love to see it yeah it's an awesome team here man and even like the people that aren't fighters you know really get behind everyone the people that train more casual or more you know the families of the kids um they're all super behind us it's always you know buying shirts buying tickets to come watch us fight um and even just checking up on us you know like a few months ago when i had that uh wrist break I had a, a couple of parents of just kids come up to me and just say like, Hey, you know, like if you need anything, like while you're going through this, like 
if there's anything that we can help with, like if you have any issues with like medical expenses or anything, like just, just let us know. And it was, you know, really eye opening to see just that kind of support from people, you know, and how genuine it is. What did that mean to you to get that level of support from a stranger? It was just really cool, man. You know, it was something that um, I don't think people get to see a lot, especially in, you know, this day and age. And yeah. a lot of stuff's like pretty negative. Um, but I think when you're surrounding yourself with the right people, uh, you know, and then when you get to see that genuine support come out, it just, it lights a fire in me. You know, it's it goes back to kind of that old Conor McGregor quote of like, um, he talked about like he previously had half commitment and it's like your half commitment is, you know, a shame on all these people that support you. Um, and I don't have half commitment by any means, but it's something that definitely keeps me motivated. And like, these people believe in me and these people support me. Um, and I'm going to go prove them right. Mm. That's a beautiful thing, man. You deserve all the support brother. Uh, especially heading into your next fight. We've been on here for 15 minutes. We haven't even uh, began to talk about the big matchup coming up uh, July 22nd for the amateur 170-pound title, which I, I, I know this, there's, some, there's some gold on the line, but this is really a BMF title fight right here. This is really two bad, bad dudes, man, getting in there. So tell me from your perspective, how does it feel to get in there with a guy who's going to bring it? I'm excited, man, you know. Um I haven't really had a dog fight yet in my career. Um, I haven't really had a mark put on me in the cage yet in my career. Um, I'm excited for someone that's going to bring some forward pressure um, mm. and, you know, be tough and be, you know, resilient in there and hopefully give me a little bit of a fight. Um, that being said, though, I think I'm really going to surprise some people with the, how big of a mismatch this actually is. Mm. How has the preparation been for this one? I mean, it's been bar none, man. Like, I didn't think I could really step it up for my last title fight um, preparations. Um, but I have, you know, I've been mixing, like, a lot more hill work, a lot more hill sprints. And I just feel like my my cardio, my conditioning's on another level. Like, I had the opportunity to train one-on-one -on -one with Nongo, um, mm. you know, one championship, Bantamweight mm. world champion. Like, to get a couple of days working with somebody like that, like, that's incredible. Um, and then this camp, I've also, we've been mixing it up with some of the, your mom's basement guys. Um, so I've been traveling down to the Cape and getting some work down with some of those guys as well. I mean, just diversifying the looks I've had. Um, it's, it's been awesome. You know, I, I've never felt better. I was going to ask you about the mom's basement, man. I'm a huge fan of those guys and uh, all that they're doing. And they're getting some 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 real notable talents coming through there just to train. How is that getting the looks from uh, uh, Pete Luciani or Connor Matz or uh, Mitch Raposo, who was there uh, when you were over there? What was that like for you? It was really cool, man. You know, like, um, you know how you perform in your gym, but it's always cool to see how you perform against some guys that are at the, you know, upper echelon in the sport um from some surrounding gyms as well um so you know that's that was a big confidence booster um for me to get in there and you know do a little bit of work with them and um you know pete's been awesome pete's been giving me some some private striking work um working on some really cool conceptual things that i'm hoping to really exploit in this fight um and yeah man just overall just really positive guys over there just working really hard and um it's a pleasure to be a part of mm. What does a successful night look like for you, July 22nd? 
I'm just walking out of there with that belt, man. I don't really care how it comes, whether it's a tough fight and it goes five rounds and I dog out a victory or whether I knock the dude out in the first 10 seconds. I don't really care. Um, at the end of the day, I'm just walking out of there with that belt. Um, that cage's mine. Cage Titans, amateur 170's mine. Everybody knows it. It's been a matter of time for me to just get in there and collect that belt. So I'm leaving with my hardware. Mm-mm. That is so so fun to hear, man. What's what's next for you, if all goes well uh, uh, on on that night? Um, I mean, not a hundred percent sure as of this point right now, right? Like, just focus on this fight, working really hard. But I mean, my training partners are all turning pro. Um, Kyle Hill's making his pro debut this Saturday. Kyle Pufal's making his pro debut this Saturday. Um, again, I know how I stack up with a lot of local talent, and I I think I'm close to making that jump here myself. Mm. Uh, whether whether it's this one or we take one more, we'll see. Um, but yeah, we're we're close. Can't wait to see it, brother. I can't wait to see you uh, fight the 22nd, and then and then potentially going pro one day and uh, see what that career looks like. But uh, uh, some funner questions for you. What's one place that you would love to fight in internationally? Uh, Could be uh, any country, any city, state. That's a really good question, man. Um, I mean, like Japan or China would be really cool. Like seeing the crazy like pyrotechnics they put off um, and just like the size of the shows that they have. So like. Anywhere in like Asia would be really cool. I mean, obviously, like Brazil would be really cool. Like huge fight hall in there. Um, I mean, right here at home, man. Like, there's nothing I want to do more in my career, honestly, than get a UFC fight in the TD Garden one day. Um, so, I mean, like that would be my number one, if anything. You know, what I mean, right here for my hometown fans, um, that would be you know, number one. But as far as outside the United States, I'd probably say like China or Japan, like one of those crazy shows out there. Yeah, some part of Asia. Have you ever been uh, to Asia at all? No, man, I haven't traveled at all. I'm a strictly New England guy. I've flown to Vegas two times. I went to Canada a couple of times to play hockey. Um, But yeah, I've only been on an airplane two times my entire life. Wow. One to Vegas, one to Canada. Uh, Two to Vegas. I drove to to Canada. Oh, okay, because I guess yeah, Canada's not that far from us. But dude, you got to go international, man. Do we got a passport? Is this uh, is this something we could see this year? Maybe next year? Get a get a vacation in? Yeah, I got a passport. Um, yeah, <laughs> we could we could get something in. I thought. I mean, again, once I turn pro, man, I'm I'm about that money. We'll fly out somewhere. We'll go fight somewhere else. You know, that'd be cool. I'd love that. I uh, I've already had a little bit of travel experience, even in amateur, flying down to Florida and fighting. Um, I think it's really cool flying and um, getting to travel to fight somewhere. It's like competing and having a vacation all in one. Um, And also, again, like I'm a little bit of a psycho. I I like getting booed. I think it's fun. Um, It fires me up when I get booed because, you know, it's like, yeah, like boo me now. Like, what's I'm going to do to your boy in a couple minutes, you know? Mm, Look at me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't mind playing the heel. No, of course not. No. I just, I just don't care. How's that music? Is that super loud coming in the background now? <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I... All right, cool. We just got yeah. sparring going on in there. Yeah. Uh, no but yeah, no, I'm, I'm cool with playing the heel for sure, man. Um, 
I don't like I don't think I really play a character honestly I think like I'm pretty much I'm just me like all the way around um I'm gonna tell it how I feel you know I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything for anyone um I'm also not gonna like go out of my way to directly disrespect anybody either um but I'm gonna tell people how I feel and you know they can they can feel how they feel about it dream opponent Ooh. dude right now Hamza. <laughs> and what 85 nah dude i mean i guess like if we if we had to yeah because he probably is going up to 185 i was thinking of him as a 70 mm. um but i just like i don't know like some sort of like monster grappler like that that like everybody has like pegged at the top of the mountain is like you know that guy that can't be taken down like mm. those are the kind of those are the skulls i'm hungry for mm. that, that'd be a, that'd be a banger do you do you one day hope to get a matchup like that somebody who's gonna crotch sniff as some may say somebody who's going to try to take you down and wrestle the whole the whole fight no i mean i'm not like going out of my way looking for like obviously like that sucks right (laughs) i mean it it sucks for me like i think it sucks to watch some people do it um it's exhausting like it's just it's a pretty shitty way to have to fight yeah um with that being said like i'm working really hard on having the recipe and the game plan for eliminating that and that not being an option anymore. Mm. You catching a UFC 290 this weekend? I know you have some teammates fighting at the NEF card. Yeah, uh, probably not. That'll be tough because I'm, I'm actually cornering both the Kyles for their pro debuts. So we'll probably, we'll probably be busy. Uh, but hopefully if we can get out of there um, at a somewhat decent hour, maybe we can catch like the main event or go mm-hmm. in. Can I get some picks out of you for uh, that co-main, those two title fights up there at the top? Uh, sorry, refresh my memory. We obviously have... Um, I got you, brother. We uh, got Yair yeah. versus Volk at the top, the main event. Oh, yeah. I mean, Volk for sure. Um, dude, like, he's yeah. a monster, right? Yeah. He's another one. Like, I wouldn't necessarily consider him as like my style with like getting in that flow state and stuff. Like, we obviously have a super different build. Like, he's like a more short, stocky guy. But, man, he's incredible. He's awesome to watch. And he's someone that can mix it up um, and does mix it up at all levels, but not in a boring way, you know? Like, mm. if I get into wrestling exchanges, like, I want them to be like Volk, you know? I want to punch my way in, smash, and then smash you while you're on the ground. Um, yeah, Volk all the way. I thought he pulled it off against Islam. Um, we won't get into that. Uh, yeah, but definitely Volk. Mm. Fair enough. Brandon Moreno versus uh, Pantoja in the co-main for the flyweight strap. So banger. that's such a banger, dude. Obviously, Pantoja, like, you know, already finished him twice. Um, but, dude, Brandon Moreno is so good, man. Like, he's that looked dude. so good as of late, especially. I think he's someone that was, like, definitely a late bloomer mm-hmm. um, as far as his mixed martial arts career. He's, like, what, 31 now, and it's almost yeah. like he's just kind of hitting his prime. Um I've I've spoken with some some dudes that I've actually gotten to train with Brandon Moreno and have just what they've told me is just his his cardio his power um, the volume of which he throws things like um, it's it's just unreal to see live and you know face in person uh, and I just I love that Mexican boxing style um, again it's so exciting to watch just throwing bombs. Um, looks like, you know, looks like a little kid, dude, but it's yeah. tough as nails. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the toughest dudes I've ever seen in there. So yeah, I got my yeah. boy Brennan Moreno. And I mm. 
one of the toughest dudes yet he plays with legos and builds these crazy sculptures it's it's yeah. it, brandon it's so hard not to love that dude man yeah. he's such a he's such a people's person and not only that but like he might be the american psycho i don't know if you've seen him like coming out and where it's like a whole different person it's not the same brandon yeah. he's like super serious and you know you do stamp that is he uh, the mexican psycho did, did oh, you approve sure. of that yeah absolutely I mean, dude. He doesn't have I, – I don't need to give him approval of anything, dude. He's Brandon Moreno. He's the UFC champion. He he is whatever he says he is, uh, 100%, man. My man, this has been a pleasure, brother. Thank you so much for the time today. Uh, I'm going to leave you with the last words. Shout out the Instagram and answer this last question for me. Why should people watch you July 22nd? People should watch me July 22nd because I'm bringing something back into the Cage Titans cage. Um, they haven't seen in a year, you know. Everyone's been super excited to see the violence I brought an entire year ago. Um, I had only been trained for like a year and a half at that point, you know what I mean? So another entire year of development for me is is extreme, you know. that I, I feel like I have literally just completely leveled up as a fighter. Um, I feel like people haven't got to see it yet. And I'm really, really excited to just showcase to all those fans um, and all the people that, you know, have been loving and supporting me, um, how hard I've been working and, you know, just ready to show it. Thank you so much for the time, brothers. Uh, shout, good luck to your teammates this weekend. Thank good you. luck. Good luck the rest of the way in uh, training camp. We'll see you uh, July 22nd. Absolutely. Thank you again, Ferris. Appreciate you having me, man. Anytime.